listening to the Simple Pen Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to January. Holy cow, I can't believe it is here. And we are full on into day five when I'm recording this. It's January 5th. And I'm wondering how all of you are doing with those resolutions and goals and if they're still sticking to them. I know the gym was crazy packed. It was full of people. And the sad part is, is it will be completely empty again by February 15th. But that's okay. Because I applaud people who want to get started, to set goals, to get motivated. And this time of year is a really good time to do that. And one of the things that I have been doing this week in my business is thinking about what are my goals? What are the things that I hope for? And what are the things that I want to teach people? And something that's come up lately is this idea of back to basics and this reminder of the things we need to do to move our Pinterest marketing forward. And so often we get caught up in all these ideas about what we can do to um, get this explosive traffic or trick the system or quick ways to get the smart feed to see me or quick ways to grow your following. And what I found is that those, while good in the moment, tend to have a long-term effect that can backfire. So if it's pinning a ton of pins and doing 100 pins a day, while that was really good to begin with, what we're seeing now is that's not as good anymore and less, more targeted seem to work better. Um, Or deleting pins at one time was a really popular theory, and now it's not a popular theory, or at least I hope it's not for you. Um, But one of the things that will always remain a really important factor in your Pinterest marketing is keywording. And just this week, I received an email about, well, asking me the question, how important is it really to keyword on Pinterest? And the week before that, I was asked about the best places to keyword. And then someone posted an article in my Facebook group about their new strategy to keyword their pins. And what it did was it sparked a really great discussion, but a lot more questions. So I figured it's time to do a podcast and a post about keywording on Pinterest and the what, why, where, how, all the details of keywording. And why I wanted to do this post was because I believe that keywording is here to stay. It's how Pinterest works. Their um, search is based on keywords and it's um, based on, that's how they want to funnel things into their interests or into explore and into topics that people are interested in. We go there and we search for something and they have to have a way to find those pins. And part of that is through keywords. And so optimizing, maximizing, whatever ING word you want to use there is important to do when it comes to keywording. All right, so let's start here with the basics. So what is keywording? And keywording, as I define it, is this process of adding specific words from your niche that allows Pinterest users to find the content they're searching for. It's a way to help organize the content. For example, if I'm a user searching for DIY floating shelves, then Pinterest will pull all the pins with those words in the pin description. They may pull other relevant content with DIY shelves floating. 
And their platform's still evolving. So you may get a few items that are not directly related, but it's going to get as close as they possibly can. So keywording is just a way to help people find your content. So what keywording is not? This is not a way to game the system. It's a way to ensure the right people find what they're looking for. And I would caution you not to sweep super wide here. I've heard people say you should maximize for all areas. Quotes, food, DIY, style, fashion. However, if none of these areas have your target person, do not keyword for them. Be super smart, be specific, and be strategic about it. Why should you keyword? Okay, let's say you have a very niche business and you're looking to target a specific person. You want to make sure a mom, early 20s, three kids, and um, stays at home, wants, you want them to find your content because you have articles that talk about how to be a stay-at-home mom and not lose your mind. And so you want to add specific keywords to help her find those articles so that she can start engaging with your platform. She can start saving your articles for later, reading them, getting information, becoming a part of your tribe. But if you're keywording for everything, quotes, DIY, working outside the home, um, I don't know what else, swimming, anything, then you're not really targeting and you're not honing in on that one person. For me specifically, I want to target people that are interested in Pinterest marketing and management. Now, truth be told, I need to get better at utilizing this in the pin descriptions. And we'll talk about this in a minute, which I guess is probably my action item for this episode. That's what I need to do. But I need to always remind myself that I keyword because I want to engage with this specific person. All right, so how do we do this? First, you want to use simple words that fit within your niche. I used to say break it into three parts, add some personality. But now that Pinterest has dialed back what you see on descriptions when you're scrolling through the feed or your boards, it's about 80 characters. It's best to be brief and straight to the point. I think about a typical user and a typical user gets on Pinterest. They look at the image first. Is it what they need? If not, they move past it. If the image is blank and it doesn't have anything on it, they go down below to where the rich pin and the pin description are. And that will tell them more about the image and if they want to click through. You don't need to be fancy. So I am dialing back from what I said before with the three parts Just be specific. Be specific in the title, and then we're going to talk about adding in a few more words. So Pinterest doesn't dock you for not writing the perfect long tail keywording sentence like Google does. I am not a Google expert on keywording. I don't know much about it. I pretty much wing it whenever I can. So if Google ends up liking a post, I consider it pure, pure luck is how I do it. So I like Pinterest because I don't feel this pressure to get the keywording absolutely right every single time. So here's what I might do in some of my scenarios now, since I'm not getting all long and fancy. I might write, um, for example, like my how to clean up my Pinterest boards. I might write um, how to clean up Pinterest boards slash Pinterest marketing slash Pinterest management slash board tips for Pinterest or something like that. You're not limited to 80 characters. You can certainly go longer than that. But whatever I have within my pin description, I'm going to make sure that it's keyworded. 
caution here. Don't add 40. Just go with the top four. That's so those of you are thinking in your head, how can I stuff as much as possible? No, no, no. Just keep it very targeted and simple. Go for four. Maybe that's my rule. No more than four. So you get the idea. There's no trick to writing it perfectly. It's just making sure that the keywords you want people to find you with are there. So then we have to go into where do we put these keywords? So in the post, I'm going to have some screenshots for you. So those of you who are a little more visual, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 35. And all the screenshots, information, um, things that I'm talking about and examples will be there. Okay, so the very first place we always, always keyword is on our images. So when you write a post, and I'm specifically talking about those who use WordPress, I don't use Blogger, I don't use Squarespace, I don't use any of those other ones. Um, So I don't know where this will specifically be. But you're going to look in to fill the keywords in in the alt text portion of the image. And this can be edited at any time. So if you have a certain alt text from a post that's like a year old, you can go ahead and edit it. It will not update on all the pins on Pinterest or wherever. It will just update on your blog. So go ahead and update it now. That's completely fine. In fact, I have some that I need to go back to and update. So some people are asking, why do we keyword this first? Or you're also thinking, I always forget to do this. I know who you are. You guys are so busy with the post and you're writing this thing and it took you hours that the last thing you want to do is remember to fill in the alt text. I completely get it. But here's why. Because when someone pins your pin, this specific alt text will be pulled up as the description and it travels with the pin. So here's an example. You just created this amazing post about DIY floating shelves, which by the way, I actually did um, look up a DIY floating shelves. So that's why I'm using this example. And I made them. Their post was great, by the way. I wish I'll link to it. It was awesome. Um, and you've spent hours on this post and you're so excited to have it rock on Pinterest. You release your post and people start pinning it. But the alt text says image 08315. You didn't change it. And if you're someone who does not have rich pins, then people really can't tell what it is besides the image. And they might be struggling with what's, is this for a remodel of a house or the shelves? What's it for? And Pinterest can't read the keywords in the pin description. So they can't really, there's nothing there. There's nothing in the alt text for them to grab. So you see where I'm going with this? Is that all those pins that people have pinned don't have any keywords on them. So therefore, when somebody goes into Pinterest and says the DIY floating shelves, Pinterest is not going to know to pull image 08315 because it can't communicate like, oh, this is DIY floating shelves. I'm going to read that on the image. So that is number one why you do it. And the basic user will not update that alt tech, that pin description. Most people will not take the time to change it. So if you don't know where to start when it comes to updating your alt text descriptions or your older posts, I suggest going to pinterest.com slash source, S-O-U-R-C-E, slash your domain name. And I believe you put a .com at the end, but I could be wrong. So test the both of them. Um, It is a .com. 
Actually, now that I think about it. And what you'll see is what everybody's pinning from your site. And this is the quickest way to find the places where there are no alt text descriptions because people will be pinning it and they will not change the description for you. So go to those first and update them. A question I've been asked a lot by people is, do I use the same alt text in all of the images? For me, yes, I do. I use the same one. If you would like experimenting with different ones for different images, by all means, go ahead and do it. It's something you can test and try, especially if you see that people are pinning different pinnable images within your post, especially if you maybe have two or three. If you're a DIY or a food blogger, you're going to have multiple vertical images. It's okay to make them different. For simplicity's sake, I make them all the same. Okay, so let's jump to pin descriptions. That's the next place you want a keyword. If you've already filled in your alt text on your site, you won't have to do anything when you pin a pin. You're good to go. It's set. However, if you want to upload a pin directly to Pinterest, you will need to add a pin description. So here's how that looks. So I have a planner landing page um, that's hosted on ConvertKit. I also had one that was hosted on Lead Pages, and it's for my 2017 Pinterest planner. I have three different images that go to this specific landing page, and I would like to pin all of them to actually see how they perform, which one's going to get more clicks. And I'm going to upload them all to my simple pin board. So I upload the image first, and then I need to add a description at this point. You can add in your keywords here to the description. I would say um, my ultimate 2017 Pinterest planner slash Pinterest tips slash social media tips slash Pinterest. Okay, so once I do that, I can upload the pin and I will make sure and edit it and add the URL to the landing page. So this is one of the only times that you'll need to add a specific pin description on Pinterest. Or you can go back and edit some of the old pins and change the pin description. However, when you do that, it will not automatically update on all the pins across Pinterest. There's no function that allows it to do that. It's the same when you upload a new image. The new image will not be replaced with the old image. I know some of you wish that an old image would go away and it just doesn't. Um, But unfortunately, you can't replace it. It's there forever, which is the great thing about Pinterest is that things last so much longer over there. And they have a huge shelf life and they can bring you traffic for year over year. Okay, so the next place we're going to keyword is your profile. A lot of people overlook this, especially with this recent change in December of 2016 to a new profile look. In your business name, you actually have the opportunity to add more keywords. Um, It's up to three lines. And I'll show some examples again in the post. But what I've done is I have Simple Pin Media slash Pinterest Marketing and Management, and it takes up three lines. Now, you don't want to keyword stuff here, but you want to pick two keywords that you know that people um, recognize you at or as or things that they're looking for. For example, if you're um, only posting gluten-free recipes, I would do Kate All Gluten-Free Recipes or Kate All um, Kid and Parenting Tips or Educational Tips for Parents, something like that. The next is your profile description. You want to use this section to let them know how you're going to serve them with the type of content or niche you're in. 
So you can use the same keywords that you used in that business name there. You want to optimize them for both because um, somebody's going to read your profile description, especially mine, and they're going to go, who is this person about and what what do they do? And I'm going to use that as an opportunity to tell them. And I do Pinterest marketing and management. And again, there's screenshots in the post. The next place is board titles. Um, board titles, I love to make sure that they are keyworded because I found that Google has pulled them up in a search. I used this example a while back that one time I did a search for ways to use up leftover baby cereal. And somebody had actually titled their Pinterest board, use leftover baby cereal. And it had all these posts on it and these are pins. And these pins were doing really well because that was the number one thing at the top of Google. So you have to remember that Google's also looking for what Pinterest boards are going to give them an exact match for what people are searching for. So remember who your target person is again. You're not trying to go super wide here. You're trying to go really, really um, niche to make sure that the person who's searching for gluten-free recipes finds them. If you are specifically a gluten-free blogger, then why would you have pasta recipes instead of doing gluten-free pasta recipes or bread recipes? You could have gluten-free bread recipes. Get as specific as you need to for the person who's going to be looking for your content. The same with my DIY floating shelves. Man, somebody could have a board called DIY floating shelves because there's a lot of them on Pinterest. And that would be a great board title for the person who does DIY. And if all you only do DIY, then my suggestion to you is that every single board title you have that has to do with DIY project needs to have DIY in it. Get creative and be consistent. Board descriptions. This is another area. I don't focus on this as much. Um, I don't know why. It just seems like one of those areas that I haven't seen have a lot of impact. I would say that your board titles and your pin descriptions would be probably the first two areas that I'd focus on. But board descriptions can have, I guess, an, an amplified effect, maybe a lift to the rest of it. So you're welcome to add just keywords here. I've seen people add 20, not 20, 10 to 15 keywords with lines, you know, this up and down little slash. I'm sure there's a name for that. It's my favorite thing to use, but it's the up and down line. They add those between their keywords. So for me, I might put you know, on my simple pin board, simple pin media, simple pin, Pinterest marketing, Pinterest management, um, and down the line just to fill up my description. You don't have to create the perfect long tail keyword sentence here. It's okay. So if there is, um, if you're not creative with that, just put in some keywords. Again, being super targeted into what and who you're trying to draw in to your profile. Okay, this leads me last to like knowing your audience. So the goal in keywording is to tap into the right audience, to attract the person that you want to see your content. You know, if you're stuck on which keywords to use, start with a simple list um, or start with who that person is. A lot of people talk about avatars. Who's my end user? Make up a quick story about them. Make up their lifestyle. Then come up with a list of boards that you can create or update. You can always update your boards. And I have a post um, on Simple Pin that talks about updating your boards. It has a quick cheat sheet and how to clean up your boards. But the first thing you should do is figure out, okay, who's going to be searching for my content? And if you've already figured that out, then I would say go another 
layer and look at what are my most popular blog posts? What are the things that are getting the most traffic year over year? If you have this really fantastic appetizer recipe about chicken wings that keeps going crazy, you should probably create a chicken wings board. That might be kind of something that might be a good idea. The same for any other recipe that you have. Maybe there's a way to maximize that. And one thing I want you to know is that doing all of this is not always going to yield this explosive growth because we know that Pinterest is this very slow burn. It takes time. You're investing in the platform for the long haul. So I'm never going to give you a strategy that I think is going to grow your page views by X number, grow your followers. Hopefully by now, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that that is not my strategy. My strategy is we're investing for the long haul, we're committed, and we're going to make changes that work within the platform that continue to bring traffic month over month, year over year. And even if that growth is 5%, that is growth. If it's 10%, great job. If you're somebody who's got 20% growth, that's so fantastic. But I want you to celebrate something that's 5 or 10% because that's kind of the, the typical norm that we see on Pinterest for a lot of average users. There might be 15% growth over a year. And frankly, that's fine. That's good. So what I want you to focus in on is doing these keywords so that you can continue to focus in on your end user and you can help them find your content. All right, so if you want the screenshots, the show notes, and more information, or to ask questions about this, because I'm sure there will be some more questions, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash 35. As always, thanks so much for listening.